to the 52 week podcast where three friends grapple with the ups and downs of goal setting and achievement coming at you for another week hello my name's steph and i'm the wannabe runner i'm meredith the ginger and i'm kelly i'm just along for the ride hello it's week 25 guys we are halfway here well (laughs) to be honest week 26 is halfway it's 52. Good point. Well, we're doing <laughs> prep work for 26. <laughs> Kelly's better at math than I am. <laughs> and thinking about it, I'm like, dang, it's been crazy because we haven't recorded together for 11 weeks. So you might notice a difference in our volume and clarity. <laughs> yeah, the phone was just so hard. And here we are together again. <laughs> Welcome back, team. I know, it's so nice to actually see you guys. Yeah. And there's some strange stuff going on in, in the world right now. As always, there's Maybe. just a new kind of unusual activity, sad activity, Terror. just that's life, hey? But this has been a year of fear, I'm sorry. Well, and it shouldn't be, but just one thing after another, not knowing. Yeah. And we're in some more not knowing, so... So just to explain what happened, because I like listening back and we would talk about each week and it's sort of like that journal for us. But, um, well, last night in Salt Lake, I mean, there's been riots in other places and I don't watch the news and I'm not on social media. So I actually learned about everything going on talking to you two. <laughs> we what? tend to be the bearer of bad news <laughs> because there's often not as much good news. <laughs> When you sent the text yesterday, yeah. I had literally just looked at the news. Yeah. And it had come at the same time. So so there's been a lot of, um, in the U.S. in general, there's been a lot of, oh, I don't even know how to describe it. Civil Angst, riot. civil mm-hmm. riots over discrimination. Um, and it led to some peaceful protests. And then it led to peaceful protests that got violent and cars being flipped and vandaled and set on fire and stores being looted and destroyed. And it's a little bit terrifying. We are currently, well, we aren't because we don't live in Salt Lake City, but Salt Lake City itself is under curfew um, for a day. And it's almost like a, probably like a 36 hour. Uh Uh-huh curfew um to get people off the streets um so that it can be cleared up and it doesn't lead to further violence but just scary times which i think went pretty well a few things got a little carried away last night as they were plucking people off the streets well and that's the thing because like the riots and stuff they weren't in Utah, you know? Mm-hmm. It, they didn't start out there. Yeah, they didn't start out there. So to, like, look and see that picture that you sent, I thought that it was in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. And Sadly, the riots are all over the country now. Yeah. Um, speaking to friends in different states, and particularly a friend in Minnesota, her tales of what's been going on is terrifying. They're literally, like, sleeping with their guns um, because they're worried that they can't protect their houses if anything does happen, because the police are occupied elsewhere. Um, it's been pretty scary times. And I don't know. I think when I step back, I'm like, okay, I feel safe. I'm in my home. I'm actually not concerned that someone's going to come to my home. But then I just have another level of maybe I don't feel safe. 
How much are flights to Australia right now? Maybe a two-week stay in a hotel of, like, compulsory quarantining if I went there is worth it to not be here right now. But Well, when you talked about, like, the the car, like, turned over and burned, like, that was just downtown by the library where... yeah. You know, it's like that happened in yeah. like the track station and everything, and and the the female cop was in the car when they started throwing things at it, and she got out and ran pretty quickly. Um, I have a friend that used to work for the Salt Lake Police, and so she was reaching out to friends. Like it's just, I get that the actions of some are not okay in any way, but I don't know. I'm going to get too political if I carry on. Well, and I think it's also very difficult right now and very nerve-wracking because the news is only getting chunks of what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're only getting the outside appearance. But I think that there are... It's because the news who are in it are getting arrested and pepper sprayed. Oh, yes. The and different reporters on the street are getting taken. The ones so. in Salt Lake? No, oh, the in, ones in Minneapolis. In, yeah. But, like, even the ones here, I actually think that there are certain people who are not part of the protests, are here to cause problems. Like, there are reports of outside forces showing up to kind of egg things on. Mm-hmm. And so it would be interesting to see how this plays out. I don't want it to play out. I want it to end. Yeah. But I think that there are troublemakers trying to make trouble. Well, I think it's just an, a time of upheaval in general. There's... 40 million Americans that have lost their job and they're in, Yes, you know, I, I can only imagine what it must be like to lose your job and not be able to support your family and to feel that there's someone to blame for that. Um, and so I think there's a lot of hurt going on aside from the racial discrimination that's been highlighted that isn't a new thing. Um, I think it's really accurate. I think it was Will Smith that said, this isn't new, it's just being filmed. Yeah. Um, And so I think there's a lot of people with more time on their hands because they're quarantining at home or they're unemployed. They're in desperate times of like, they just want to feel safe and they just want to provide for their family. And all of that like emotion builds up and this is an outlet. And yeah, so I think there are probably a lot of people who maybe don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to determine what their motives are, I guess. But I think this is an outlet that's being provided to some. And so they will go and find a place whether it's their city or another city, um, to just join in a group and have yeah. something to do because they have a lot of emotion and they don't know how to express what they're feeling right now. And I think one of the biggest problems is that everybody's rioting for this, the same cause. That's what everybody's shouting, right? But the problem is we don't have a Martin Luther King. We don't have the one voice to organize and to take over from here Mm -hmm. does that make sense like there's probably about 15 cities across the united states that are going through the same thing salt lake is but salt lake is on a tiny scale compared to what some of them are and there's not one white or black person to stand up and say okay guys i'm here to speak for you let's go to the president let's go to congress let's make these changes Right now, they're just individual battles by individual people. And that's the scary part to me is that I'm praying somebody 
if it has to be me, I'll do it. <laughs> Just kidding. But like, there isn't there isn't one major activist figure to show up and say, "All right, let's stop protesting. Let's see what they're going to do about it, or we begin again." You know, sort of thing or whatever. But yeah, I think it's just globalization doesn't help in that. Like, it's hard to get behind one idea when there's so many ideas there's going so out many. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It is, yeah, I think there's definitely a lack of a stabilizing figure. Um, Someone who makes us feel a little more like someone's got control. Oh, yeah. Maybe even if there was, we wouldn't necessarily feel it anyway. But, I mean, Anonymous are getting in on the race. Are they? On the game. Oh, gosh, I love Anonymous. Well, (laughs) it's a whole nother (laughs) barrel of fish. Oh my gosh, we'll have to talk about that after because I haven't heard that. But anonymous, they that just happened crazy. overnight. They shut down Minnesota police websites. No, mm-hmm. they hacked Chicago police radios and played a song that's not very um, complimentary to the police. Oh, not the direction um, I thought they would go. No, they're just they're yeah they're also threatening to release information on world leaders and i mean we haven't seen anything from them lately i haven't been keeping close tabs but it definitely was making the news this morning that they're stepping up and last time we saw them was probably the presidential election with trump Mm -hmm. so maybe they're getting back in the game in preparation for another election but well, guys, I'm crazy time to get political because that leads a whole different place. I feel like so. there's a whole nother podcast in this and it's our yeah. half-baked ideas oh and God. limited information. And me just listening to you guys. <laughs> I'm just impressed with your ability uh, to continue I'm, to read because like, I get to certain points and I, I either get frustrated because I don't feel like I'm getting all the information. Yeah. Or I get frustrated because I, it's the same stuff and I'm not getting new. I don't know. Like, or yeah. it's just hard to watch. It is mm-hmm. hard to watch Salt Lake City get in on this. Yeah. And that's why I think, not that I don't think we're capable of anger, um, but I, I've seen a lot of posts from people on Facebook, from kids, mm-hmm. from black children, black adults being like, I never thought this would happen in Salt Lake. Yeah. This isn't. And that's why I do honestly think that there are. So one of the cars that was flipped over, did you read about that? Mm-hmm. The guy with the crossbow? The guy with a crossbow. A guy with a crossbow. And people take him out. He gets arrested and they flip his car over and burn his car. So, like, they're fighting these people who are trying to, like, I don't know what his purpose was. Uh, the reports I read... He was firing crossbow into the protesters, so it seemed that he was maybe anti-protest, mm-hmm. which, reading a Twitter account of one of the reporters, um, he was talking about that there had been a small collection of people who had, like, Make America Great yes. stuff going on. There were about 10 of them, Quite and the crowd turned on them pretty quickly, and they got back in their trucks and took off. So I was wondering if the crossbow was similar kind of, like, he was anti the protests, and that's why he got... um, Yeah. Well, also, you can't fire a crossbow at people, please. And he had a large knife. Um, And they arrested him. He's been the only person arrested. Well, But then talking, I was discussing it with someone, and they were like, well, there's also a chance that that's someone who doesn't support that 
idea, but is using this as a way to like make that agenda look poor. I'm like, it really can be taken a million different ways. Yeah. Like, and with Facebook, people can get into discussions with posts on Instagram. I mean, they can still get into discussion about it, but mainly it's just like a picture post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A stand that way where yeah. Facebook can be very violent in words, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah, it's, Depends what way your feed leans as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I mean, even that's filtered. I think I come back to, even though there are times when I'm like, man, I just need to read something light or happy or watch something that doesn't require brain power. I think in the end, I come back to like really wanting to be informed. Yeah. And even if that's just being informed about different people's opinions, even though their opinion, I guess it's that like, sometimes you see posts and you're like, well, that person has no idea like the what they're side. talking about. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, to be honest, these are the ideas that maybe I don't hear. And that's why I think like it's still an opinion. And I think it's still good for me to acknowledge that there is another side to how people are feeling about things. Or if it's just watching people be what I think is like so far removed from like rational thought and be like, are you like socially deaf in terms of what's appropriate right now Mm -hmm. um so sometimes those posts will like lead to a bit of anger or just being like oh i'm disgusted in the world but i think it's also important for me to see that kind of stuff and be like okay well this is what people who are feeling this discrimination are seeing and being like how can people be so ignorant to what is going on in the world and i think i'm very ignorant to a lot of it i'm you know aware of the white privilege I have as a Caucasian and, but I know I don't understand so much of it. And so I think keeping informed and reading social media helps me. It's just finding a balance of, okay, but it's still okay for me to find happiness in my life in a moment rather than feeling like, I don't know, maybe even that's ignorant to say when there are people suffering. Well, and that's, okay, that's the point I want to, the problem that I've been going through the last couple days and probably the last week, so I've been following the whole George Floyd thing as soon as it happened the next day. And um, it's hard to feel like I should be living my life Mm -hmm. when people in Minneapolis are going through what they're going through. Like, Salt Lake was bad, but, again, it was not as bad as Atlanta and Minneapolis and New York. And it's, it's, um, I think reading that stuff is very uncomfortable, and so it's making us do a lot of uncomfortable things, but I'm having a hard time enjoying my own life. Like, I feel like I should be at home, sitting on my couch, almost doing nothing because... I'm white (laughs) and I should, I feel their pain and I, I can't have any fun. You know, I posted a picture of our weekend plans on Instagram before this all, yeah, before shit hit the fan. And later that afternoon, a good friend of mine posted a repost that was like, if you, and maybe I shouldn't even say this on here, but if you are posting things that don't have to do with this, then consider yourself lucky that you have other things that you can think about right now. Yeah. And that I took that hard because like I'm a, f- I'm a support this movement. I don't support necessarily all the violence. I understand it, 
But, like, for me not to be able to go hang out with my friends on a Friday night before this all happened, and I'm a bad person because of it, that's where I started to get... I think that's probably where I started to cry. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't know what to do in and all of it. I think it... I think that's one of the challenging parts of this. Like I've seen people on social media make the argument for if you don't need to post something, then leave that space free. Not that obviously the space will be filled with something, but kind of be like, leave that space free for, you know, a message that needs to be heard right now. Or, and I think similar, I was feeling this when Australia was having its bushfires at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, I feel like I can't enjoy my life. Or I can't mm-hmm. post anything about, like, anything that I feel is uplifting right now or, you know, happy because there are so many people suffering. And I think there's – I think in the heat of this moment, it's ele- elevated – I don't know. I have many thoughts. One mm-hmm. is that when I step back and recognize that I'm an Australian citizen and in Australia like I I ended up texting my parents last night and just being like I don't know if you've seen what's going down in Salt Lake but I just wanted you to know I'm fine like I'm safe um because I was like if they see something overnight about this and then they can't like get in touch with me Mm -hmm. I know they'll worry and my mom called me she's like we had no idea I'm like well that is like the case she's like I've seen a little bit about what's going on in America but not really and It's hard because the society that we live in is kind of shapes how affected by... Maybe that's not hard. Maybe that's life. But I have so many rambly thoughts. Steph, we might need to edit, like... And you bring up a point, so I'm going to take it a different direction, but I would love to continue this conversation not on our positive podcast. (laughs) But um, you say that some people are like, don't post if you don't have anything good to say right now. I almost feel the peer pressure that if I don't post something and say which side I'm on, then I've chosen my side. Like that's been a post out there. It's yeah. like yeah. if you if silence means you've chosen, no. Yeah. Silence on Facebook does not mean that I've chosen because I'm not silent behind Facebook on yeah. my side of what's going on. Yeah. And so I feel almost a peer pressure on Facebook to or Instagram to state my side, and mm-hmm. I don't need to. But yeah. that's also been the conflicting thing is like I don't, I don't get into political stuff. I never did for the women. I, you know, even though I have my political stance, I'm Facebook is not my platform, so I'm not yeah. a bad person because I don't. But I almost felt the pressure to do that because I've had some very vocal people. I'm sure a lot of people have. But. Yeah. Facebook has been a very confusing place. It has not been a place of peace, yeah. for sure. And I think in like what I was referencing was more in line with like if you're an influencer, like we don't need to see your new swimsuit this week, uh, yes. kind of thing. Like yes. leave that space, like leave that part of the internet clear for someone who has a message that maybe is important for this moment. Got you. And I do think there's an element of, like, I haven't posted anything partly because I feel like I'm processing as an ignorant white person who doesn't necessarily feel discrimination. Um, And to be honest, like we live, living in Salt Lake is the, of all the countries I've lived in, (laughs) of all the cities that I've lived in around the world, I feel like the least diversity here. And so I think I, I'm kind of still figuring out like, 
I, and in the end, I don't need to post anything and I don't think I will because again, I think similar, but I do, I don't, in the end, I'm like, I don't think I feel pressured to because no one's sitting around going, what's Kelly going to post? Right. Like we haven't seen Kelly weigh in on this. So I guess she's with the oppressors because she's not vocally condemning. Um, and I think, yeah, but I do think there's a part of me that's like, I don't even know what to say as a person of white, what is appropriate for me to say like, yes. And is it appropriate just to post a thing or do I need to be like, I think I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of days of, okay, what can I actually do? That's not just posting something. It's kind of that whole premise of like Uh thoughts and prayers after a tragedy. Like I think we recognize um, the power of prayer, but it is kind of like, well, what can I actually go out and do rather than just say, you know, spend five minutes on a post and post it and think I've done something to Uh heal the world. Uh Um, And maybe what we can do is there are like, there are some great lists of what you can do as a white person to support anti-discrimination along that lines of if you're, if you're silent, then you've, you've Uh made your choice. But I think being non-silent in other ways is an option like posting on Facebook in the end doesn't do that much doesn't necessarily do it I mean if I had millions of followers maybe it means something but mm-hmm. I don't know I think but it's we this all find- conversation that means something this is yeah. us taking a so. yeah well I'm hearing you guys talk I'm like man like this is why I'm glad I don't have social media that you're like being like well if I don't see something then I'm it's like it's kind of ridiculous and then like I'm like man I don't feel any of that pressure and yes it is terrible what is going on and yes I do not agree that people should be discriminated our friend Jasmine the other day when we were talking about this she was like yeah but the new like there there are so many like good things that are still going on in the world and there's so many good people and I think that um I think that too it's easy to get engulfed in these situations and mm-hmm. to think like how you're like, well, I guess I can't be happy right now and to live mm-hmm. my life. And, but, but I look at that and I'm like, but there's so much that you, like all of us can do right now to lift the people in our lives. You know, like there's still people that are like struggling with having been isolated and people are still depressed and stuff. And so I think that there's like who, who in our immediate like circle mm-hmm. can we help, you know? Yeah. I do think my next-door neighbor that shares the threshold with me, they just had a baby. I think she delivered. Grandma was there, and they were taking a car seat out, so going to buy them a frozen meal so they can put it in their freezer for when yeah. they need it. <laughs> and, yes. I, and that's, like, the, the little things of, like, I think that sometimes it's, it's uh, especially I feel like during isolated, isolation, I just was focusing on me, and I sort of forgot about people around me. But mm-hmm. I think hearing your guys' thoughts about everything and and yeah we can't change what's going on right now you know yeah. like and like you said kelly like a facebook post or whatever it's not going to change it you know yeah but but there's people that we have in our lives that we can't make a difference like mm-hmm. a freezer meal i had someone that i met in december at a, a party and i had said that hey i want to do 20 hikes this year and they reached out last week just to invite me and I was like how did they they still remember who I am from that little interaction but it just made my day that someone was thinking about me you know Mm. it's true yep the world is a scary place 
and yeah it's just I think it's important to have these conversations and to become less ignorant but or less scared of them yeah but also scared of the conversations but also feel that you know we have something that we can do because in the end feeling that you can you know improve someone's situation or help is kind of what helps us get through being like we're not powerless Mm-mm. we maybe have a limited scope of what we can do but do what you can do genuinely do what exactly. you can do exactly ah. and one of my favorite quotes <laughs> is Thank that you, you may be one um one person in the world but to one person you may be the world yeah and so i think that like i mean talking about all this i mean i just felt like the energy you know like it became because it is it, it's, it's scary tense. and like, like it's like well sh- people are struggling like should we even be talking about anything good but i'm so concerned about what i've spouted without don't i thought that, that i thought your per- i thought what you said was perfect i love i love everyone's opinions i think that i think that like and this is this for us this is our journal i mean at the end of the yeah. year we have a journal of what we talked about every week. I yeah. think what you said was appropriate. Yeah, I you definitely did. I learned from lines. what you said. It's hard to say. I apologize to anyone that I may have offended. Why? I don't feel like we there's anything encourage you everybody that to have their own. I think. I think my like feeling ignorant means like I'm sure I say things that other people like. Okay. you are so out yes. of touch with what is going on in the world. So I found a post that I liked there were certain things there was a few wording things that i didn't necessarily like about it and i have a person that i follow she's in my mom's ward that is activist about this she has a couple she adopted two black children when she was younger and they're all raised now and so she's been vocal about it so i took this post that i saw somebody had posted that if i was going to post it was would have been good but i ran it by her first and I'm glad I did because she she was very kind, but she was like, it doesn't really resonate with me because it just kind of is another white person mm-hmm. being like, I understand what you're going through, but you really don't understand mm-hmm. what they're going through. And so I didn't end up posting it, but I was really grateful to like show her that it, this is uncomfortable for white people to be like, I stand with you. I don't get it, but I stand with you. And how to do that without being like, well, oh, poor me, white person. Like, turn it back on us, which is what they're trying to get us to not do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, a lot of learning experiences this week, and I hate it. Yeah, And not hate that I'm changing, but it just is so uncomfortable. And it really hurts my heart because... I, I'm a world peace. I just want to talk to everybody. I'm an over-communicator. Yeah. Let's just talk this out. But talking hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. And so they have gone to these measures. And they and so even saying they, we have had to go to these measures because I get it. My mm-hmm. one last comment, though, um, and totally random, just a thought that came to my mind. The, there was morning... There was a morning protest, which was in everybody's car. And when I read into that, the people, it was, I don't remember what the organization's technical name was, but it was against police brutality. And they had actually submitted um, a kind of a checklist of what they were protesting. Mm-hmm. And I that made me feel better because it was like, okay, there's not a, just a random car saying I can't breathe or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was because of these things and they were things within salt lake 
that they feel like has been happening. And so at least there was something organized. And then later on what happened was when it was no longer organized and chaotic, but yeah. So, okay. End of that discussion. Let's move on to our our very longest weekly discussion. (laughs) How long was that? 30 minutes. Okay. Good to go guys. Fast forward. If you don't care to hear about the trauma, (laughs) but it, I mean, this is going to be in history books one day, which is so mind blowing to me. That this is going to be in history. This is going to be in Utah history. This is going to be in national history. So let's move on with our goals and because we still have to. Yeah. So, so in looking at this year, I mean, I one of my favorite memes is 2019. I'm sorry for all the bad things I said. Yes. (laughs) And and I think that like yeah, it's been it's been a crazy year, and but. In looking, so let's first go over our goals from this last week, and then we'll talk about how we feel like we're doing since cool. we're halfway. So, Kelly, you had a goal to get up by seven a.m. Yes, I did. Good job. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, I had that goal. Oh, <laughs> did you do it? Um, I actually, I would say, I did it eighty percent of the time. Okay. There were definitely some days when I was pretty prepared to not do it. Yeah. And then my body would wake up, and I was like, "Oh no!" Now I've thought too much about like, do I get out of bed? Uh-huh. Do I not get uh-huh. out of bed to keep my goal? Like, so yeah. So you got a partial. Yep. And then you had a goal to recess your ceiling goal. Yeah, I think as discussed last week, I just needed to reflect on like, what am I actually trying to do? And am I getting any closer to it? So I put some thought into it. Um, I would say it's still a work in progress. So probably a partial on that also. Okay. And then Meredith, you had establish a bedtime. Yes, I did pretty good. I took melatonin. Um, It wasn't early, but it was consistent. Which was part of the goal was to consistently go to bed at the same so time. So was that yes? Yes. Okay. And then follow your meal plan? Yeah. No. I didn't do that one. Say no on that. No. Hard f- no. Okay. <laughs> and then establish a morning routine. Um, yes. Okay. That I tried very hard. Um, so my goal was to edit three notable peeps. I only have two notable peeps interviews to edit, so... Overachiever. <laughs> so that was an interesting goal to make. Is what yeah, you that wasn't. Uh, so the lesson from this is to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steph, you were meant to interview someone else. Well, I so think that's what I said. Like, oh, I'll interview someone. Yeah. Didn't happen. One hike. I actually had procrastinated this, and then I was like, oh, I'll go do Enzyme Peak. But then after yesterday, that didn't happen. Um. And, and I might be just using that as an excuse, but I really was like, I'm going to go do something at night. And I was like, oh, let's do it. Enzyme peak would be easy. And then, yeah. Um, to reflect on my why, um, I don't know why I said that I would do that every day because I've learned that it's not realistic for me to say something every day. So I didn't do that. And then two intervals. I didn't do that. So I got, you guys, I got a royal no goals, which is pretty impressive. But tell us what a successful week we had so um but this week okay so with my running um I so when I first started out in February I was running an 18 minute mile and this week I got done with my run and I wasn't even trying to push myself super hard and I realized that I was at like a 13 and a half minute mile and then that my last little bit that I was sprinting on was 11 minute mile so that felt really good of like 
wow okay i have improved yep yeah because remember even um at the beginning i was like i'm just gonna try to do a mile in i think it was like 14 minutes and Mm -hmm. i just couldn't even do it like that was too fast for me so it's cool to see the slow progress Mm -hmm. with that um and then i have i've just had a great week getting things ready to start interviews for next week for utah real estate so so that was my week excellent um so in talking about our goals um so how do you guys feel like you're doing now that we're halfway with your goals for the year well i haven't lost any weight (laughs) two pounds and then i gained it back um i would say i've made some improvement but i wouldn't say it's leaps and bounds because mm-hmm. your goal was to go to the gym to get consistent at going to the gym you wanted like four I think days it was a week. like four days a yeah. week yeah um the gym opened i think a week ago or two weeks ago i haven't gone back oh, you gotta book a time mm-hmm. just, that's understandable and i i don't know what the mask situation is anyway um it was also to learn to cook better i feel like i've made efforts in that way it hasn't been strictly what i'd set my goal as um there's financial goal i feel like i'm doing better in that regard um and oh stand up comedy well that one has been out the window I guess I could revive it maybe in a couple of months, but <laughs> I sure hope you do. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what the world looks like. We, we could be your platform for it. It's true. It's true. I just, it's hard yeah. when you can't hear anybody laughing back besides <laughs> us. We already <laughs> laugh at each other. So. Um, yeah. So I feel like my goals are kind of happening, but I don't look at them and go, oh yeah, I'm well on the way to crushing that. Yeah. Well, didn't you only... Uh, wasn't it like two recipes a month or was it one recipe? I think it was two recipes a month because I wanted 24 by the end of the year, okay. which is still doable. Yeah. Because there's still, what are we, we're almost hitting June. So there's still. And to give you credit, before COVID, you were going to the gym very consistently. Yeah. Relatively. Yeah. Like, I don't think I ever consistently got it to four days a week. But It'd I be like, like you were oh, two or, five days I feel like this you were week two or three. And, then, and then two the next week. Yeah. So, yeah, I want consistency in that. And I think maybe I just need to adapt it to consistently working out rather than going to the gym because maybe the gym isn't going to happen. I mean, it still could. I just, I have mixed feelings about Corona. Well, you've been going on walks and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. I So there's progress, but there's not like, I'm not like, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm killing this one. I tried to go buy weights at Walmart and Target. Both of the stores only had a set of three pounders left. Yeah. Because everybody's I mean, working out gym from equipment. Home. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting every now and then the things you find that are gone and you're like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Should have been on to that earlier. Everyone had the same thought as I did. Yeah. <laughs> but they had it sooner than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I procrastinated. And Meredith, didn't you have, I mean, you had the biking, but that. You so I not had, that, but wasn't there something else too? I had biking to do 50 miles, but then all the races were canceled. It was going to be a part of Little Red Riding Hood. And then there was also one that was like riding my bike to my mother's house. Um, I ditched that goal <laughs> in like February 
it just wasn't my year to ride. Um, and then it was to lose weight, at least 25 pounds. That was the goal. Um, I don't remember the other one. Those two were the ones that stood up, uh, that I had made the most. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my overall goals, you were one that had, like, your goals and broken out, but mine were more emphasis on, like, the weeklies. So. Yeah. And so my goals, I had five. So my <laughs> first one was to do 120 podcast episodes, and guess how many I've done? 52. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so I have... Um, Six that are in the process of editing, but um, so I did 24 for 52 weeks, 21 for Utah Real Estate, four that I'm editing for that, one Utah fan club, and two I'm editing for Notable Peeps. Oh, see, and that works because you're only halfway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so definitely... I got worried that I was like, well, 52, that's us. What else have you been no, doing with like, your life? Yeah, so 52 podcasts, which I yeah. just thought was funny. And then, I mean, starting with Utah Real Estate, we're having about 20 a month, so I'll definitely get that goal. Yeah. Um, and then hiking, I have done two hikes, so I have 18 more hikes to go. So that's something that I really... I think it's been hard because I don't have a lot of hiking friends. I'll go and with so, you this week. Okay. Like, and I so, will go. So... It's just, I'm someone that I like going hiking with people. Mm-hmm. And the friends that I have that are, like, super hardcore hikers, I'm not to their speed. But I just need to remember, like, it doesn't matter. Just get out there. I, I need to do it. So, so I know this is jumping ahead, but I'm working in the, supposedly working in the office Tuesday and Thursday. Do you want to come and meet me at my office and we do something like the living room? Yeah, the living room would be Because fun. the trailhead for the living room is next door to my office. Okay. I've never done it. I hear it's kind of oh, hard, so I might die. Yeah, it's a fun hike. So And it's like 90-degree weather this yeah, weekend. So really let's hot. add that on top of... I like that we go from, um, I've heard it's hard, I might die, to stepping like, it's a fun hike. <laughs> well, I, I haven't done it for a bit. I was just thinking on the top, it's like these rocks. Really cool. And delicious. right now, I mean, it's green. Now would be yeah. a beautiful time to go. So if you wanted to, we could talk about it later, but... okay. And then my temple goal, you know, I was procrastinating, mm-hmm. and I've learned don't procrastinate because I only got one temple in. So I have 19 more to go, and who knows if they'll be opened up. So. You make the goal, and they all shut down. Yeah. I think it's... <laughs> um, so the, there's that one. And then my goal to run 26 miles, 26.2. I'm going to be doing that with my running coach in September, and we're, we're working on that right now. And then my last goal was the 20 things I was avoiding, and I revamped that list so I still haven't gone to the dentist. That's still on there. Um, <laughs> but I have done, um, I have 16 more of those things to go. And those, those are the ones that I'm like, they're definitely doable. I just keep on forgetting I have that list. So those are my big goals. But it is exciting because I'm like, I do feel like I'm going to get all these by the end of the year. And I have learned that I'm better if I have like a big goal. And sometimes like doing weekly stuff I don't always get to that big goal but I usually get to that big goal by that deadline if that makes sense yeah yeah and so that's where we wanted to talk about um Meredith and I were talking the other day about goals and it just sort of hit me I was like every week I feel like I'm failing because I make these Kelly (laughs) where a computer has a new version of Slack to update apparently (laughs) (laughs) it's a very big news (laughs) But, but yeah, so I feel like every week I set these goals, but they aren't always with my big five. 
And oftentimes I'm doing stuff to progress, but those goals for the week are sort of last priority because they're sort of like filler stuff. And so if you look at it, I've only had like three standing ovations just because I'm never getting all my goals. And then, um, or I'll like set a lot because I like to have like big lists and if I don't get them all, that's okay. But I feel like even having a smaller number, I just don't do very well with it. So I'm just learning how I do with goals. And maybe it's not throwing a wrench in it maybe it's not about the weekly goals that we're setting it's about the standing ovation Mm -hmm. that we get rid of that (laughs) no i feel like the standing ovation because oftentimes it's like that all or nothing mentality where i'm like yeah like even this week with like reviewing my goals i didn't do it on monday i forgot and then tuesday i was like well why bother i'm not gonna get a standing ovation i feel like the standing ovation like makes me have the all or nothing thinking Mm -hmm. and so it's it started out in the beginning when we were just starting making our goals it was probably really good because it was something we wanted to work for but now it's become less important also Mm -hmm. so yeah anyways yeah so because i was thinking about it i was like i would rather say what i've done this week to progress towards my goals um because i feel like that's more beneficial for me, because sometimes I don't write down stuff, but I get stuff done during the week, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Meredith, you were talking about how you love the weekly goals. I do. I they, I don't have really have too many words to say it, but, like, I just, I like setting them and having something to work for, even if I don't complete them 100%. Mm-hmm. In some way, they improved my overall lifestyle. Yeah. So I like the weekly goals and setting those. Yeah, and I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle of sometimes I make a goal because it's on a podcast and I have to make a goal. (laughs) Um, But I also feel like I probably don't reflect on my yearly goals as much as I should. Like maybe if I just reassess them each week and said, what can I do this week that moved me towards one of those bigger goals might be effective for me. So I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel if we get rid of the standing ovation? I can I can live with that. I mean, I I like that. having it, but I do agree. Like, it creates all or nothing thinking for me. Uh huh. Yeah. Does it do that for you guys? Or um, it's just not my priority. So it's not yeah. like oh, I really want this. It's yeah. a nice reward when uh-huh. I do get it all. But um, yeah, I think it's one thing that could go. Yeah. And and maybe like two of I I just like being like oh these are the things that I would love to get accomplished i know i'm not gonna get the whole list because it's probably a pretty big list you know like your whole goal your yeah goal like oh, so to reflect and be like okay what can i do towards my top five and maybe i have something on there that, that that's there every week but it's just more like a list instead of like a goal uh-huh yeah and i think we i mean if we wanted to we could keep a standing ovation and if we had what we feel like was a good week we get to applaud everybody. Right? Yeah. Um, just because I think part of this is that when we started the podcast, we were brand new at making goals. Mm-hmm. Like you were gung ho. I was still deciding. Kelly came on. She's still deciding and making up hers. Yep. And, <laughs> and as we've gone, we're now, I think we're really good at making our goals and keeping the ones like we've, learned over the last 26 25 weeks how to set them how to set the right ones 
how to find motivation behind them, how to move forward. If it doesn't work, we change it. Like we've, we've done a lot of adjusting and now it's just like, not that we're pros at making goals or keeping our goals, but we're kind of more into the lifestyle of the goaling. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, our new plan. Yeah. So with that, I think that like each of us, it can just be tailored to what we feel like we need the, this mm-hmm. week because we don't know if, like, we might only have these few weeks and that's it, you know, but I want to take these habits that I've learned so that I can always, like, progress and reflect once a week on how did I do with getting to my top five and what can I do this week? Yeah. 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 So... Of course, with this year, we've also learned that we can't expect anything, so <laughs> it's hard to plan. Expect the unexpected. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, we'll just change our reporting a little bit. Yeah, and, and so it can just be tailored to, like, mm-hmm. you like it, and, and maybe it's even, I just don't like them being called goals for me, because I feel like, mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm not accomplishing it, but I, I would rather say these are my tasks for the week. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And see, they'll stay goals for me because that's uh, because I don't have strong overall year goals. My weekly goals keep me grounded and motivated. That was a weird sound in case anybody heard it. I think it was a chuck. <laughs> um, so I'll keep making like one to three goals. Um, I like the checklist of that. Mm-hmm. So. And then Kelly will be kind of our in-between. Yeah. She's along for the ride. <laughs> I'm along for the ride. <laughs> so um, this week, our inspiration, Meredith, you've been learning a lot from the wise Jorge Cruz. So do you want to tell us about the quote that you found? Yeah. So Jorge Cruz is good friends with Tony, Tony Robbins. So really, this quote comes from Tony Robbins, but in his words, in Jorge's words. So... Um, I'm just reading it from Jorge Cruz's book. It says, think of your beliefs as a tabletop and the legs of the table as the references that support the tabletop. For example, if you believe that you are smart, which is the tabletop, you have references, which are the legs that support your belief. Maybe people have told you that you are smart. You have many smart friends and you enjoy doing smart activities such as reading, attending seminars. Similarly, in order to believe that you will become lean, um, you need legs to support that belief. So um, I'll use my example of losing like 25 pounds um, by the end of the year. So that's my belief. I can do it. And I honestly think that I could really do it. I've got 26 weeks to do it. But Uh, I believe I can honestly do it because I have four legs to stand on. One of them is that I have support and accountability. I've got the podcast and I have three people that I turn to to kind of update on my process. Number two is I have control over my own schedule. Being a single adult, I don't have kids, I don't have family, I don't have husband that I have to also feed or work around. I'm in control that I can eat breakfast at a certain time or lunch. So I'm I'm blessed with that. Um, Number three is that I do have an active lifestyle that I can get up and go for a walk or whatever. 
And then four is I have Jorge um, because I'm following <laughs> I'm following a plan with in this book. And so I know that there is a good, good, good chance that by the end of the year I can achieve this 25-pound goal. And so that can be related to everybody's tabletop belief that we can accomplish whatever it is, whether it's a financial goal of um, paying off a car. You can do it because you have a steady income, you have, you know, you know, I can't come up with them on top of my head. That was a lot of pressure. But you, if you find those four pillars, it gives you the courage to keep going through every day. Like there's no excuses almost. But Steph and I were talking in the car where it's, we kind of get, um, we get to the all or nothing thinking that we're either all in or not, but this kind of gives a positive and it becomes a negative thing when you're, Oh, I can't achieve these goals each week. I just can't, but this is a positive way of kind of moving it that way, Mm -hmm. that forward by having the four legs, the concrete things. They're not even concrete. Actually, I could get married and it would change my whole lifestyle, but I'm not going to get married. (laughs) So, but with current situation, that's my motivation to keep going. There's, it gets rid of certain excuses that I can't do it by December because I have these four legs to keep going. Mm-hmm. So, I like that a lot. Yep. I feel like often when we're still striving for a goal, it's because it's not something that's come easy to us in the past. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to break it down and be like, well, do I have more support in this than I give myself credit for? Like, am I further along in this than, and maybe there's just something I need to tweak so I really believe this is something I can achieve? Or, I don't know, I think it applies to lots of different areas of life mm-hmm. um, in terms of believing in ourselves and what we're able to achieve. Because if we look around, we're like, oh, look, I did that thing. And maybe that is a leg on the table of maybe this is a belief I should have about myself because look at what I've already achieved or look at the support I have and yeah in refining that and that's why I like the quote that it says belief instead of just goal Mm -hmm. because it does limit you to like what you want to accomplish but belief like you said is every aspect yeah yeah and I think that this ties in what we were talking about last week too with those principles and stuff of just because when like that belief, then usually like w- with the belief you're thinking about mm-hmm. it a lot, and it's at the like front of your mind, and so then because we've all had where we haven't written down our goals, and then we're like, oh, I forgot about it, you know, mm-hmm. and so if it's not something that you're constantly thinking about, then of course the table is gonna fall over, fall down, mm-hmm. so. So before we move into the next part, I another conversation we had, we had a lot of do- deep talks. This, You know, Wendover's far. <laughs> we didn't purposely go to Wendover. <laughs> Let me just put that out there. I think Wendover's... I used to go there with the old peeps on the fun bus, and that was the worst. I just had to make sure that they weren't drinking too much with their medication, and that they weren't, like, that they were okay. And so from, like, 8 to 5, I'm the only person under 20, like, under 30 there, and just following them all around. So I hate Wendover. I'm feeling a little bit of judgment, because last week I did go to Wendover purposely. You did? <laughs> yeah, when we left Vegas. We drove the other way to Wendover. Was it longer? Yes. 
So, and I know I probably just offended people that love Wendover, but maybe if I went with different people. Well, I but mean, you were under, tw- you were twenties with a bunch of senior citizens. Yeah, and so, everyone there I from mean, eight to there's five is nothing senior in citizens. Wendover. I, so, yeah, I had if you don't, if you don't, if you don't gamble, and it's everything shut down right now. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of eerie. Um, but we ended up in Wendover, so we had a long drive, and we were talking and. One thing I learned this week that I wanted to share with our goal people is that, um, you know, one of my biggest hurdles is consistency, and that has really been my downfall. I tend to do anything I've ever tried, like any weight loss challenge. I do really well for the first week, and then I either rationalize the second week or something always happens for the second week. And I, when I mess up, I always think, Okay, I'll start over on Monday. I'll start over. And this time, using this plan that I'm doing with like Jorge Cruz, the way he numbers his days is like week one, day one, week one, day two. And it continues on even into the second week where it's week two, day 11, week two, day 12, week three, day 25. And what that is teaching me is that I'm not starting over. Even when I mess up, I'm continuing on. And I that to me was like a huge light bulb moment was that every time I mess up, I don't have to start over. It's part of the journey. I need to keep going. And I think that's where my consistency problem has come in. And because, you know, you make a mistake, okay, we start over. I'm not consistent. I'm starting over again. But my consistency will improve by not starting over and continuing on regularly. So, like, I botched last week. I did. I ate out a lot. I I mean, I have lots of excuses why, but I botched my second week. And so we were talking. I was like, well, I'll just start over on Monday. And then I was like, no, I will, I will continue on on Saturday. So Saturday morning I got up and I had a healthy breakfast. I did my workout. I went grocery shopping and I bought um, my food. And so, like, I didn't have to start over. It just felt good. Like, I continued on my path. And I hope that with this mind frame of, like, not starting over but continuing on is what makes the difference in my consistency problem. Um, so to go with that, and the, I don't know if this is true, I saw it on a TV show, and I don't really, <laughs> it's about pi, like the, like, pi mathematical. Oh, yeah. So I don't even know if this is accurate, but I thought it was cool. So I didn't realize that pi, like, I knew it was infinite, but, like, it, like they were talking about how it's, like, every sequence. So he's, like, it's, um, you know, your birthday, your social security, like, any possible number like is in it and but if you take away one of those numbers then it won't complete the circle and you won't have pi and i think that and you always want pi i know (laughs) and i don't know i don't know if that's correct or if i even like adequately shared what it was it was really check that it was really cool in the thing but but um because a lot of times we think oh i need to start over but Mm -hmm. Like, we're on this journey that it doesn't really... I feel like, yes, in life you might get some goals, but then you keep going. So it is sort of like a circle, like, that we're always constantly, Mm -hmm. like, progressing and moving that way. And so if you take out those bad numbers, then it doesn't complete your circle. 
Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Does, does that make sense? No, I think it makes sense. Those mathematicians that to are some like, people. <laughs> but I, but I just thought that that was like really cool from like a math standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this whole journey is about continuing on, not starting over. Just because I make one mistake, it really is like I said, like a lot. Because um, with last week we had gone camping and we're start we're going along. And I felt, okay, well, I missed a bunch of days. I just want to start over. But I didn't, with the workouts that he has me doing, I didn't want to redo those same workouts. So the program that I was following taught me to keep going forward, not go backwards. Mm -hmm. And so I think it'll, I hope that helps someone else. Because to me, it was a huge light bulb moment um, of pushing forward, even when I make a mistake. Yeah. So we could get all religious with that, too. You don't get to start over when you sin. You mm-hmm. got to keep pushing forward. Okay, anyways. One last thing, though, on that with the mistakes, because it's one of my favorite <laughs> quotes. So um, Brad Wilcox talks about how, like, with piano players, like, if they make one mistake, you aren't like, oh, you're, you should quit. You know, that it, it's not black or white. Like, either you're going to be at Juilliard playing or you need to quit but that you practice along the way and that's what you're learning to do with Jorge is to continue to practice that it's not just mm-hmm. uh all start on Monday mentality and I do want to say my legs are super sore from the workout I chose to do yesterday hey good it hurts so Kelly what are you wanting to do for this week <laughs> no really <laughs> um Until it all passes you know over. what I I would like to do a new recipe. I I need to keep improving that. And we will come over and eat it. There you go. After our hike on Wednesday, Tuesday. <laughs> um. So I'm just wait to just invite ourselves over. <laughs> she told us it'll help her. I did say one day. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly's like, oh no. Uh, yeah, that wasn't okay. said. So uh, Tuesday, I'm zooming with people in Australia, but. Mm-hmm. We can discuss. Okay. Yeah, I mean, now that I say that, my goals are going to end up looking maybe the same. Because I also need to do something gym-related. I need to either figure out if I'm comfortable going back to the gym or just not. And find an alternative. So I'm going to go with workout three times. You could do Jorge's eight minutes in the morning. I could. That's my goals. Okay. Meredith, what are you wanting? So this week, I want to finish The Infinite Atonement. I have about 100 pages left. It's taken me since March to read, but I've taken my time with it, but I want to finish this week. Excellent. Um, My second one is I want to finish one of my um, farmhouse signs need to pull it out of the basement and sort it out but i want to complete a project and learn the vinyl on the cricket and then my third goal is i want to walk for 30 minutes three times which is good because i'm working from home monday wednesday friday and i can go at lunchtime or in the morning how many times was that sorry three three times for 30 minutes Mm mm-hmm and that's not including the hike. Um, and then my last 
nugget of wisdom, my our Wendover wisdom. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, I decided that I'm not going to weigh myself again. Um, pull a really long hair off my eyebrow. <laughs> TMI, Meredith. <laughs> it was a very journey to vocalize. <laughs> Remember, I'm not editing. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Welcome to my life, everyone. Um, is that when I weigh myself in this goal, I get very dis like it gets in my head and affects me. So I'm going to weigh tomorrow morning. I guess this is part of the goal, but I'm going to weigh tomorrow morning, and then I'm not going to weigh again until the end of the podcast. And I'm just going to work on doing my exercises every day and eating well and we'll see where it gets me i'm gonna work on i guess my goal is more about consistency rather than the weight even though the weight is the goal i've i've struggled with this whole for the last 25 weeks the idea you know i was raised where we just don't talk about weight we don't um diet diet is a bad word and so the last 25 weeks I fi- I guess I have improved on my goal because I've changed my way of thinking that I do want the scale to say 25 pounds less and there's nothing wrong with that a lot of times we're like don't worry about the scale and don't let it you know that doesn't matter as long as your body shrinks so I want the scale to say something less I want to go to the doctor's office and it not be the horrendous number that I feel it is right now. And um, so I'm coping with the idea that it is okay for me to diet, like nutritionally diet in a different way than rather like a fad diet. So it's just me wrapping my head around all these roadblocks that I've always put up my whole life that has stopped me from being able to successfully lose weight and live a healthier body life so um not weighing again until the end of the year will be that so that i can focus on other things and then we can bring that in later so i didn't prepare what i wanted and so i don't want to just put out stuff just to put out stuff because that's what i'm learning but there is one thing so i hadn't been doing delivery or drive-in and then i incorporated it back in i was like okay i can do it um, a couple weeks ago, but like this week I did a lot of delivery and driving. So that's my one thing that I just, from, I'm going to be out of town this weekend, but from Monday through Thursday, no delivery or drive through. Or being aware of it. Well, because it like, it requires me to actually make food at home. So. So it's kind of no takeout. Yeah. Just like no restaurants Yeah, from Monday through Thursday. So, well, guys, I think that it is exciting for the next part of the year because we, every week, I mean, that's the one thing. I don't think I've ever been this consistent at anything. Mm -hmm. If that is the biggest thing from this podcast is that consistently we are getting together and maybe I'm not putting the podcast out that week, but they're, they're out there, you know, like that's a lot. (laughs) And so, um, so I just think that that is, will be like the biggest accomplishment of my year that I did something consistently every week. And you are making a lot of progress on your goals. I mean, we're at June 1st, and you have 120, so a little bit less than we're, like, halfway, but you're halfway. Yeah, I feel like um, it's just, 
there's been good things going. So I, I definitely feel like I'll get to the end of the year and be like, yeah, I was able to like kill it at these things, mm-hmm. which will be a good feeling. So, well, I don't know how to end this, and I wish I would have paused awkwardly there. So. <laughs> um, and genuinely do what you can do. See ya. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs) 